What is going on, everyone? My name is Sabrina, and welcome back to another episode of Season 2 On Fire Podcast. For those who are new here for the first time, for those who are coming back, welcome. I'm so thankful, so grateful, and so excited you guys are tuning in for today's amazing episode because you guys are in for a treat. For a while now, in the beginning of the episode titled first episode of 2024 i've been saying new ideas new goals that i wanted for the podcast and just my spiritual walk in general and what i want this month to be about a training month for us to train ourselves to do better off in the new year like no procrastination just more motivation and stuff like that make sure you go check out those few episodes back and then come back here um and this one particular goal that i really wanted to accomplish was bringing on a couple of people and a lot of new special guests so as you can tell by today's title i am very honored and very happy to bring on the first guest on this podcast aka my pastors of living water church give a round of applause how y'all doing today how y'all doing my name is omar fierro and i am sule fierro we are pastors of Living Water Church in Chickasha, Oklahoma, in uh, the county of Grady. Hey. And uh, we're just excited to be here today. Uh, very blessed uh, to be a part of this uh, podcast today. Um, so awesome to see what the Lord is, is uh, doing in this season for uh, not just the church, but for his people in general, um, you know, across uh, the nation. Because we know that, you know, through these podcasts and everything, a lot more people um, are being able to reach mm-hmm. even overseas. You know, we noticed in, in one of our um, uh, live videos, uh, somebody was watching all the mm-hmm. way from uh, Colombia. Wow. You That's know, beautiful. and so it was it was uh, pretty awesome. It's mm-hmm. amazing to see how far uh, this, this platform reaches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we're excited. We're honored. And, you know, overall, just to see what the Lord is doing with her sister Nina. It's amazing. <laughs> and you know, the fact that we get to be a part of it. It's it's awesome. And then like Pastor was saying, you know, through this platform we uh you will be able to reach people that, you know, you might not ever meet in person. Mm-hmm. But we're fulfilling the great commission right. that is spreading the gospel. Right. Well, I'm so happy you guys are so happy to be here. Um, this was in the works for a long time, so I really wanted you guys to be a part of it first and just kind of bring you on for the first time on the podcast and for anything in general. So I'm glad that you guys are here and glad that God made this time and made this to happen for everyone mm-hmm. and for later on in the future. But for today's episode, because it is the first time I have special guests on, for those who are new here, let me just kind of give a rundown on what this episode is going to be like in future testimony sharing episodes. I'll be kind of giving a Q&A to the guests and they'll share a little bit of their testimony. But for this concept, because they are my pastors, I did want to ask a few pastoral questions and kind of get an insight of what a pastor life looks like. For any of those who are wanting to become a pastor or have a pastor calling in their life, I hope that this um episode really encourages and really motivates you and kind of gives you the steps on what that looks like and kind of take a little ease off of you and for future testimony sharings this will also help motivate you in any certain type of way because we are all one in christ and we're all helping each other and growing together so this is for you guys and yeah don't mind the excess excessive noise if there's any cars because we is out in the country right now. Yeah. So <laughs> we're out in the sticks. Okay. So without further ado, before we jump into the actual questions and answers, let's share a little bit by yourself. So, pastors, if you want to start. Um, so I was born in, in Oklahoma City, um, in the uh, Oak Grove area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were very uh, fortunate. We are children of migrants. You know, and mm-hmm. and uh, my mother, and my father came here. God knows when. Um, you know, but I know they were 
uh, in the neighborhood where we grew up at, we were the second Hispanic family in, mm. in the black neighborhood, you know, but wow. um, uh, it was a it was a struggle. Um, my my mother and my father, uh, they were of a Catholic background, but mm. my sis, my two older siblings ended up going to a church and through them. My parents came to the feet of Christ, and mm. they, you know, were able to introduce us all into this, you know, um, into this walk. Um, but you know, like like all all people, you know, um, we're kids, mm -hmm. we're rebellious, right. you know, and and uh, things happen, and we got away from the Lord, um, and it's just uh, um, now, you know, being back and uh, doing this, mm. it's just one of those things where it's uh, it's amazing to see the things that the Lord could have done with us early on right you know and i've been uh, i moved to chickasha god in 2004 mm -hmm. uh i've made my my life here um you know i married and beautiful wife and three boys and one more on the way and mm. so you know we're excited about that nice. you know, i'm trying to convince my wife to you know keep going until we have a little girl <laughs> we but, love uh, a little girl but none the luck i mm. should say but uh you know still the lord the lord knows uh, everything mm -hmm. um he knows uh he knows the outcome of everything and mm -hmm. even though uh, you know, we have all boys. Uh, he knows that that uh, he knows I'm gonna need all the help. So, right. Mm -hmm. uh, that's I believe that's that's where he's at. But we, you know, we started um, we started when we first started in ministry. It was just about there was three of us in our living room. Wow. And it just kind of snowballed into 15, and then into mm -hmm. 30, and you know, uh, and we ended up needing a, a building before too long. We wouldn't fit in the living room, and, and uh, the Lord was gracious enough to open doors for us left right. and right. So. It was, it was, it's been pretty good. It's you know? good. It's been pretty good. That's beautiful. Yes. It has been beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I was born in Juarez, Mexico. Mm. I know. And <laughs> I moved to Illinois when, uh, with my family when I was seven, eight years old. I did, I did most of my schooling here. That's how I was ever able to learn how to speak English. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a teenager, my family was separated due to immigration issues right. so i ended up having to move back to mexico to mm -hmm. be with my mom and my younger sister um i lived in juarez I, again i moved back i lived there until until i met my husband and you know we got married and i moved to chickasha i've been in chickasha since 2013. oh wow by that time we already had Isaac and then our other two sons were born here and then the fourth one he'll be here in April <gasps> we're all I excited know. we're that. excited uh, that's it for boys I think that's great <laughs> that's good no more the Lord has blessed us you know and and he knows I mean the word of God says you know mm -hmm. he won't give us more than what we can handle right so the guy probably knows we wouldn't have been able to handle a little girl. That's why he gave us boys. Right, right. Um, I, I just like pastor. I grew up in church since I was very little. Um, I grew up in church uh, and I loved it. But you know, again, uh, during my teen years and and all the things that were happening, you know, having to to leave the mm -hmm. country, go back to Mexico, and the lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And all that, you know, I got away from God for a long time. Wow. But see, the thing is uh, that even even though I did get away from God, I always knew where the answer was. Mm. 
I always knew where the answer was and I always knew I had to come back. Right. And um and I did. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I'm here today. How long have you been pastors? Uh well we've been we've been in the walk for about oh six years. A full time pastoring or I should say pastoring the church, um, which I mean of course, but mm-hmm. uh, four years is what oh, we've wow. been doing. We actually just um, celebrated our our second year mm-hmm. as Living Water Church. Uh, you know, in back in September, right. and let me tell you that that the Lord has really moved in mm-hmm. in a mighty way. Um, you know, He gave us the vision. He gave us what He wanted us to do, and it was mm-hmm. just like so. This is what we're doing. Right. Uh, you know, four years. It, it it doesn't seem like a long time, but whenever you start to think of how many Sundays and how many Wednesdays are in a year. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, it and is. you know, and whenever you start to, you know, whenever you start to wonder, like, okay, what am I going to talk about next? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is it, Lord, that you want me to say to your people? To you know, what do you want me to tell the flock? You know, and and um, at times you're just like, I cannot do this, right? You know, mm-hmm. but the Lord gives you insight. He gives mm-hmm. you, you know, understanding and knowledge, and through His Word, when you continue to read, it just He just reveals different things to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. So like I said, lots of Sundays and lots of Wednesdays mm-hmm. from from you know January to December, and uh, you know, and then every four years you get one extra day. So you never know if that's a Sunday or a Wednesday. It's just yeah. you know, um, yeah. but it's it's been awesome, you know, uh, to to be able to to uh, be able to serve mm-hmm. in the capacity that He has got us serving. You know? Right, that's right. You know, just being able to to grow spiritually speaking. And uh, to see the people, the congregation grow, mm-hmm. it's it's been amazing. Right. You yeah. know, it it's been challenging. It 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 mm-hmm. really requires a lot of dedication. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when you see the people being transformed, when you see people accepting Jesus, you know, it's like it's all worthy. Yes. It really is. I can say that, especially in a small congregation at our church. I was it was very new to adapt to, I'm not gonna lie, but honestly it just made me feel closer. As it's not only are we married a family by marriage, but we're also a family in Christ. And Amen. that's something that's I really love. And that's what we like to say at churches. Mm-hmm. You know, more than a church we're a family. Of course. And we promote that because, you know, again, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so when when we do uh, when new people come in, you know, that's we encourage uh, the church, you know, to, hey, that is a brother or that is a sister or mm-hmm. a niece or a nephew that is that is needing the love of Christ. Yes. And so, you know, we encourage everybody to, when somebody walks mm-hmm. in, to welcome them with open arms and, and a yes. warm heart because that's that's what Jesus would do. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that is our example to follow is, is Christ. And so um, in that, you know, we have to reflect what we're learning we have to apply what we're learning not just be listeners or hearers Mm -hmm. of the word but doers of the word that's right yes i think our church living water church is very great at that we're very great on loving others and showing love upon others and welcoming them welcoming them and welcoming them welcoming them does that sound right welcoming welcoming thank you (laughs) welcoming them with open arms we like to eat too oh yes we do Uh, we We love to eat we love to eat and pastor don't do you have a job outside the church yes so i'm the uh i am the uh, assistant public works director um or senior operations manager however you want to call it uh for the city 
uh, here in Chickasha. Um, I've been with the city of Chickasha for eight years. Oh wow! Um, you know, and I, I just uh, I've been very dedicated to my job, and I just feel like, um, you know, the Lord had had put me in this occupation, and He's He's shown me from then till now, like this is what I need you to do. Because right. I did I did try to leave. You know, mm. I think it was four years ago mm. you know I did try to leave because you know I just I was having issues with, with you know uh, people there um, and I didn't want to as as they said I didn't want to come off my cross you know mm. what I'm saying I was just trying to I was trying to stay good in my walk and uh, when I tried to leave it just uh, no doors would open and I figured right. well I was like this is if the if you didn't open the doors for me Lord then this is where you want me to be right. and I didn't understand it and um my my pastor, uh, Pastor Elias Rodriguez, out of Midland, Texas, mm-hmm. um, he was the one that told me. He said, "You know, in, in this season for you, the Lord is is um, molding you um, because He's teaching you administration at your job, and administration is what you need to do. Uh, you need to be good in administrative position for the church. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to uh, operate it and run it and organize it and everything in in a manner where." It's efficient right. and it's productive and it's and it's good for not just the church but for the community as mm-hmm. well. And so, you know, working through um, you know the the uh, public works, um, I interact with people of different mm-hmm. characters, of different right. attitudes, and everything else. And so that applies to the church. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people of different walks of life that come through the door, and you know, I have learned to um, to deal with different people's attitudes and the way they they act and everything else. And sometimes, sometimes really and truly, um, you know, they come off angry or whatever. You know, the people. But whenever you just kick back and you just talk to them, you know, and, and uh, you know, you hear them out and hear their 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 gripes or their complaints mm-hmm. or their concerns. Um, you know, and you you understand where they're coming from. Then you know the whole atmosphere changes mm-hmm. you know the whole mood changes where, where you're at you know I can tell you that I did I did run into a lady one time at, at, a, at a McDonald's my kids were playing mm-hmm. and she just told me I know you from somewhere you know and uh, she said aren't you the pastor for the church that played the movie over there and I said oh my god you look so ordinary <laughs> and I thought to myself you know was I supposed to be walking around with a halo or something like, <laughs> and uh, but you know I was just like well you know we're, mm. just, we're out with the kids right. you know so but you know, I've been there. I've been there in the, with the city for for the eight years. Um, I plan on retiring from there. I'm very blessed to be there because of the hours hours that I have, mm-hmm. and I also, you know, the, the the benefits that I have there as far as days off and everything else, and mm-hmm. the opportunities that that I get to not only to minister to people while I'm at church, but to minister to people while right. I'm out on the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, yeah, it's it's been a very uh, learning experience, very mm-hmm. a very good learning experience. Right. I believe the Lord has put me there for a reason, mm-hmm. and, and I'm gonna ride it out until He tells me either it's time to stop or mm-hmm. um, keep going. Right. You know? so. Pastora, do you have a job outside of church, or is there something you do part time? Well, I work as a substitute teacher, and I, I love it. I love working with kids. Mm-hmm. It's an elementary school, elementary middle school, mm-hmm. um, and I love it. You know, you oh. you can learn so much from little kids. Oh yes. You know, it, it's the same thing like Pastor was saying. You know, they all have their own little personalities, mm-hmm. and you know, you get to learn from them. You get to love on them, and and it's it's been I, I love it. You know, and at the same time, um, 
it's not a Monday through Friday job. It's mm-hmm. only as needed. If they right. need me, they call me. If I'm available, I'll go to work. Right. But it doesn't interfere in, in everything else that we have going on. You know, if we have meetings for the church, if we if I have doctor's appointments, mm. you know, especially now with a pregnancy or, you know, even with with my boys, mm-hmm. it doesn't interfere on on my on my schedule. Mm. If I'm free, I'll go to work and I'll go and I'll have fun with the kids wow. and then come home and do everything <laughs> else. Well, I gotta say that's props to you because kids are a lot to handle. Yes. Especially like with you guys entrusting me with the youth group that I always talk about on the podcast. I love the youth students, but it does take a lot of patience to like manage and kind of control the kids. Like, hey, let's calm it down because kids can be wild, especially mm-hmm. toddlers, two, three year olds. They're wild. They say the craziest things. They do the craziest things. They're eating the craziest things. I don't know. It's just props to you for that, Pastor. So, just a bit of a personal question. Um, you guys can take it as long as you want, or if you want to keep it short and simple, then you guys, totally up to you. But when would you say you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and how did that feel? I accepted Christ at a very young age. Mm-hmm. When we first started back to church, um, when we first started getting more involved, I should say, um, uh, we were baptized. Uh, there was a church, I don't know where they were from, but they were at Arcadia Lake in, mm-hmm. in uh, I think it's Edmond or up there in North Oklahoma City somewhere. Um, and they were baptizing, you know, and, and so we went, we baptized, but I just kind of went, you know, just to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was still doing, not, I wasn't exactly like real deep into the walk. And it wasn't until, you know, um, a little bit after when we started going, I accepted Christ. I can tell you that it was, it was awesome. It was a, a very uh, feeling of, a uh, great emotion. Mm. I, I did feel um, like a weight lifted off of me. It was pretty awesome. Wow. I can tell you that that during during COVID, um, I had an episode where where I was wrapped up in a blanket, pouring sweat, and I was cold. And I God gave me a vision. I seen this vision, and it was like almost like an angel, you know. Mm. And it was like I can hear the wings like the flapping of wings and there was a hand extended and it said to me because you know god is mexican he spoke to me in spanish <laughs> oh my god listen what he said to me he said Se están riendo de ti en arameo, mm. meaning they are laughing at you in aramaic you know and i'm mm. just like you know and i'm you know of course i'm sick but i jump up and i'm thinking to myself where's aramaic you know i'm kind of ignorant to the thing you know and <laughs> Uh, the whole thing and so I start looking it up start looking it up and, and through my research even though I was really really sick mm-hmm. um, I, I looked it up and it Aramaic is the language that they spoke in those days oh, wow. and so I was just like oh wow so right then and there I knew that this this attack was spiritual mm-hmm. that was going on right. um, and and right then and there you know the Lord told me you need to hit the reset button and start over mm-hmm. and so we did and at the church we were at um, you know um, you know rebaptized I, I rededicated myself to the Lord and, and I can tell you that um, when I came out I had a band-aid on my nose from I don't know who but it, <laughs> but besides the band-aid it was it was awesome wow. I mean I felt a, a cleansing like I'd never felt before. Mm. I, I literally felt the washing and everything, you know, as the water was running off of me, I felt just 
my sins being washed away. Wow. Um, it was very powerful. And then after that, like, you know, we hit the ground running and it was just <sighs> like, let's get it. Right. You know? and, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been doing ever since, you know, and um, mm-hmm. he put other things in our heart, you know, as well. And, you know, we can touch on that in a little bit, but, right. um, you know, it was very, very powerful, very emotional, um, something um, undescribable. Mm-hmm. But I can say that it was something uh, of, of, of overwhelming joy. Mm. Like I said, when I came out of the water, I literally felt wow. that when the water was coming mm-hmm. off, I felt not just not just the sins, but I felt the, the sickness mm. being fully washed away because I was still having a hard time breathing. Um, I was still, you know, coughing up blood, you know, wow. stuff of that nature. Um, you know, I still couldn't smell, but you know, I wasn't contagious anymore. I, I was able to get out mm-hmm. and, you know, we went back to church and, and, uh, I had lost, I had lost some weight, you know, mm-hmm. in, in that month that I had been out from work cause I was out of work for a month. That's right. how bad it got. Wow. Uh, but I can tell you that when I rededicated myself, it was, it was truly mm-hmm. something amazing. Wow. That's powerful. Pastora. Yeah, that's awesome. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was about seven years old. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I loved I loved going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday <laughs> growing up. Um, you know, I had I had a few encounters with the Lord when I was little. And it was crazy because I was I was a little girl. And I remember one time, you know, I was just crying and crying and praying, you know, for one of my uncles, one of my mom's brothers that, you know, he wasn't doing too good. But the Lord mm-hmm. put him in my heart. And I was just crying, wow. you know, I was just crying and, and I, I really, I really tried and again, you know, growing up and, and my, of course, you know, well, my parents got divorced. I was living with my mom after some things, you know, I got away from God, mm-hmm. especially when that, when that separation, you know, because of immigration happened, I was hurt, but you know, again, I always knew where the answer was. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back to Juarez, uh, my grandma, who is 93 years old, wow. my grandma uh, had accepted Jesus. She She's very dedicated to the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and she was always there praying for me and my sisters and my mom. She still does, mm-hmm. you know, and, and inviting me to church. So um, I started going back, I started going to church with my grandma. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I loved it. But again, you know, I always felt back. Mm-hmm. I always felt back and I ended up out in the world on the streets. And a little over seven years ago, it's when, you know, I, I told I told my husband, like, I need to get back to church. Mm. You know, I need to, I need to get right with God. I need to do this for me and I need to do this for my children. You know, yes. I don't want our kids growing up in the streets or, you know, going through what we Mm -hmm. went through and, uh, we know where the answer's at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I remember, um, we started having Bible studies at the house and from then on is when I made the, the conscious decision that Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to live according to his word and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to do it for me and I'm going to do it for my boys Mm -hmm. because they're watching what we do. Yes. And that just, honestly, like, those testimonies that share how powerful God is and the move of him and that nothing can really stop that. Oh, yeah. It just and, shows and, how powerful that is. And you can see, can, you know, so we were talking about earlier is, is uh, I tell people all of a sudden, you know, like, 
this is how you can tell we are created in God's image is because, you know, he is a jealous God mm -hmm. and he loves us. And so I'm very jealous, you know, about my wife, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, you know, I just felt that, you know, she, she started going before me, you know, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, she started going before me, but I, I did, you know, I would go drop her off and I would tell her, I'm not going, I'm not going, mm. you know, and then. I was like, you go if you want to. And I showed her the church that I would go to whenever I felt like I would. Right. Because I, I didn't, I couldn't put a finger on what it was, you know, mm -hmm. exactly. Because I didn't exactly know. Mm -hmm. But it was like I would have these these dreams and, and uh, they were so real. Mm -hmm. You know, one of them was just that, you know, uh, you know, somebody, I could see the house and the layout of the house and I could see people run through the house and it would hit me with a bat as I was laying in bed mm -hmm. and I would wake up every time. Right. And uh, I had that dream a few times and I would go to church. Mm -hmm. And then when God took that off of me, then I quit going, you know. Mm -hmm. And then one night um, I, I was I, in this vision or this dream, um, I was being choked out. Somebody had me in a choke and I woke up and I couldn't breathe and I jumped wow. out, out of the truck ready to fight, you know. Mm. And so I went to church, you know. So I introduced her to the church, you know, and she started going. And when I would come pick her up, I would see that she would be out there talking to some of the brothers, you know. And I'm just like, hold up, man. Like, that's that's my wife, you know. So that's my boo thing. That's, that's my boo boo, you know. And so, you know, you know, I was just like, you know what, like, I'm going to start going to church with you. And in that church, and, uh, uh, shout out to uh, Pastor Gary Rogers. Um, mm -hmm. uh, he was, um, he knew every single person's name in that church. Wow. A true shepherd. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, I thank God for him. And uh, I can tell you that in, in, in my worst times, um, there was one, one testimony that I share all the time when the Lord started really, really working in me is that... Um, you know, I let out a big yell, you know, mm -hmm. and the whole church turned and looked at me and Pastor Gary, he didn't miss a beat. He just, he kept going, but I believe that he knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like he knew that the Lord was working in me and then, mm -hmm. you know, here and there, you know, and then that's just kind of when we stepped out and started doing uh, the whole, our, mm -hmm. our thing, you know, as far as the church, but the Lord started calling us right. to do something. Uh, I just, uh, like I said, uh, uh, I'm a reflection. I was mm. created in His image, so Amen. I know my God is a jealous God, and so am <laughs> I. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, what would you say has changed ever since you gave your life to God? The, you know, I used to stress tremendously um, about where the next dollar was going to come from, mm. about, you know, how we were going to do things, and how we were going to make it, and you know, we were we were we we were going to church four times a week. We had soccer practice three times a week, games wow. on the weekend. Mm -hmm. We had I was going to car auctions and I was detailing the cars. I was working on the cars. I was putting the cars up for sale, um, and the whole time I was holding down a full time job mm -hmm. and working all the overtime that I could. Um, until I had I had to have an um, I tore my rotator cuff on my on my left arm. Um, I, I tore it. They did a surgery. I was out for six weeks or so, and I freaked out. And I was just like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to do this? And at this point, you know, my whole life, I had always done it on my own. And I just figured, you know what, Lord, like, I've done everything else but give you a chance. Mm. And so today, I'm giving it to you. Mm -hmm. And I trust in you. And, and um, I believe you know what my mama told me about you <laughs> you know and so uh 
because uh, my mom always says it. You know, you guys say it. You know, that doesn't work for you because she would always tell us, y'all need Jesus. Y'all need to come mm. to the Lord. And we would tell her, that's not for us. That doesn't work for us. You know, that's not going to work. And she would have like, well, you know, I've been doing it that way for this time now, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance, Lord. So uh, here I am. I'm yours. Uh, do with me as you please. Mm-hmm. And I sold I sold off the bounce houses. We kept the tables and chairs because oh, we yeah. use them for, even now for the church, we use them. Um, mm-hmm. We still got them. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, I stopped selling cars, you know, and, and I, you know, just, I put all my trust in him and, and he provides for us all the time. Mm -hmm. We don't even know where it's going to come from. Sometimes it just shows up. I can tell you that there was once our cars broke down. We had just bought a little car. It was the last car that I bought for sale and it was just sitting out there and it was like, I needed $200 to get it going mm-hmm. so I can make it legal so I can use it so my kids can get back and forth to school, we can have a car. And I said, Lord, on the way to work, on the highway, I prayed and I said, Lord, I was like, I'll leave this situation in your hands. I know you know that I need this money so that I can get my car fixed and I can get mm-hmm. this other car going until I can get the other one fixed. When I pulled, and granted it's like five miles to the bay where we work out of, uh, or where I used to work out of there at at the shop, when I pulled up and put the truck in park, my phone rang and somebody called me and was like, hey man, I got that 400 bucks you owe me. And people can say, oh, well somebody owed it to you, right? But that's not to say that it was coming at that time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a coincidence. And so I had the money to get the car. And so the Lord provided. All I had to do was let him take the wheel. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I had to do. And, and you know, it's hard. Is it hard at times? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we, so we were talking about earlier, you know, there's days where, you know, the, you know, the enemy throws the kitchen sink and the stove at us mm-hmm. and, and we want to quit. But, you know, you vent and as soon as you vent and you take it to the Lord, then you're just like, all right, let's go. You know, right. you lace up your boots and you keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've, I've learned to put all that trust in, in the Lord and I know that he will provide, um, you know, and, and just... I've learned to trust him more, mm. you know, since we've accepted Christ into our lives and, and into our families. Pastora, what would you say something is different or what has changed ever since you gave your life to Christ? Well, you don't see, the thing with me is um, I had, uh, when when I moved to Chickasha, uh, was, uh, I don't have any family here in Chickasha. All I have is my husband and his family, which, mm-hmm. you know, they love me and I love them. <laughs> Uh, especially his mom. Oh, especially his mom. You know, and it wasn't, it, it was like as soon as I got here, maybe a few years after, that I decided to, to rededicate my life to Christ. So, you know, during those first years, it's not that I, like, I was already starting fresh mm. when I got here. Right. You know, so it wasn't a lot of things that I had to break off. Mm-hmm. Because I was starting fresh, you mm-hmm. know, in a, in a little town where I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, I mean, I I tried to avoid driving anywhere. I would always <laughs> wait for him to get home so he could take me mm-hmm. to wherever it is we were going. So it wasn't, it wasn't hard for me to change my life, mm-hmm. you know. And being at home uh, with my kids... It gave me, it gave me, still does, you know, give me, gives me the time to dive in the Word and, you know, to spend time with the Lord and mm-hmm. allow Him to, to pour into me, to speak to me, you know, to, to give me Word, to give me revelation. Mm-hmm. It gives me my, my time with Him. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't, it wasn't hard 
when I decided when I took that decision to change my life. Yeah. I did lose some friends over it that mm-hmm. just didn't understand. Right. And you know, even at this point I still I love them and I pray for them and you know, I know eventually they're gonna come to Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, and how do you both express your faith? I think the, the, the light of the Holy Spirit within mm-hmm. us that shines, they see that. Mm-hmm. And they see the good that we're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and of course it's, you know, we know that it's not by works, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, they see the things that we're doing and they see that the change in us, they see the transformation that God has made in us. So mm-hmm. when they ask, we tell them, look, this is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a brother that, that I knew from, from uh, back in the day and he was just, you know, he's seen us at, a, at an outreach and he was just like, man, what are you doing? You know, well, why, what are you doing here? And I was just like, man, this is what I'm doing now, bro. Like, I gave my life to Christ, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and uh, man, he's you should give it a shot, you know. Um, he was just like, man, well, you know, what are you talking about? You gave your life to Christ? I'm like, look, man, I was like, you know, Jesus gave it all for us. Mm-hmm. And so all I'm doing is, is trying to give back a little bit I can back into the areas where we were at, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, you know, in that he's seen the light of the Holy Spirit in me. He's like, and he told me, he's like, I want what you got. Mm. He's like, I want it, man. He's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, but you, he's like, you're different. And so, you know, we, we, you know, we do uh, minister to people. Um, we, we try to, to walk as, as, I'm not going to say perfect, but you right. know, as, as righteous as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also try, you know, our hardest, you know, we don't judge people, uh, you know, we pray for people, mm-hmm. you know, in an instant, you know, where somebody might be, you know, um, you know, going through something, you know, can I pray for you, yeah. you know, and even at that, you know, the enemy can, can attack even through those situations. Cause I know <clears throat> here a while back, um, somebody was going through a situation, uh, you know, at home. And I prayed for them, and and the enemy tried to use them to get me fired wow. from my job. But you know, when they came to me, I laughed at it, and they thought they thought I was crazy. And they asked me what was going on, and I just told them I serve a righteous God, mm-hmm. and He's going to deliver me from this. And and you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to take a nap. That's how worried about <laughs> it I am. And I did. I mean, I was upset wow. when I came home. I was, mm-hmm. but I knew that the Lord was going to deliver me. That's good. But you know, at the same time. Well, I mean, we don't we don't hide it, of course. Mm. You know, like Homer said, we like to eat, so <laughs> we we eat out a lot, and mm. wherever it is we are, you know, we always make sure we pray. Mm. You know, we we pray for food. We teach our kids to pray for the food wherever they're at. It don't matter who's looking. It doesn't matter who's there. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bless our food. You know, um, and also, I mean, Chickasha is a small town, so. We always run into people, you know, mm-hmm. we socialize with them, we talk to them. I've I've prayed for people inside Walmart, I've right. prayed for people on the parking lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I feel the Holy Spirit leading me to, to a certain person, you know, and I'll, I'll approach them, right. I'll talk to them. And, mm-hmm. you know, if they need prayer, it don't matter where we're at, we're going to pray for mm-hmm. them. You know, we're not going to hide, we're not shy, we're not embarrassed, you know, God is good. Mm-hmm. And and we need to be obedient. Yes. And mm-hmm. we need to allow other people to see that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, to do what the Lord is calling us to do. Yes. Because, you know, um, a lot of people are embarrassed. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that here. 
you know, everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't care who's watching. That's the <laughs> point, yeah, that's you know. That's the point. That's yes. the point that they can see that we're not shy. We're not hiding. Mm-hmm. We're being obedient to what the Lord is calling us to do, mm-hmm. where he's calling us to do it. Right. Right. it. Whether it's a Walmart at the parking lot, at the gas station, mm-hmm. that that's just it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the enemy's not, not afraid of, of, you know, being out there out in the open. So right. we shouldn't either. Amen. You know, and that's the problem is that a lot of Christians have tucked their tail and ran and they went and sat back in their pew, you know, when the Lord has called them to, to go out and preach and, and share and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're not fulfilling the, the Great Commission. You know, it's, it's, you know, they're saved, they're good. And that's not what it is. It's it's they're saved, not your turn to go out and bring somebody in. Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna be jumping into the pastoral questions and kinda of what that pastoral life looks like to get a more deeper feeling on what that is. So can you tell us a little bit about the calling of being pastors? When did it happen? Where I know I've already heard the story, you guys already told me and everyone at the congregation, but for those listening, can you share a little bit on how that happened and when and where? Well, Pastor Elias he, uh, he had prophesied over us and you know we just kind of really we just just kind of took it with a grain of salt really it was just like whatever you know mm. at the moment like we didn't feel ready we didn't right. feel prepared we didn't feel like that was the right thing mm-hmm. um, you know and so things began to, to take place and everything and we just felt I felt I know I did I felt the Lord uh, calling me to do something more. I started out in the sound with the uh, in the sound booth, you know, trying to get you know right. do the media as mm-hmm. uh, we were doing all that, and I learned how to do that. And still, I felt like this this just isn't it. It didn't mm-hmm. feel uh, I wasn't getting full. I wasn't. I didn't feel fulfilled. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I was fulfilling the calling. Um, so you know, I went to a couple of men's meetings, and and I just I didn't feel it either. You know, so then it was just like okay, well, what about if we try to reach out to the Hispanic community here in Chickasha? Mm. Well, we started, you know, and we started, you know, doing things, and we had a good little group come in, you know, we had about, you know, 25 uh, couples, you know, and their kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our friends, one of our good friends, you know, she's a member of the church as well. I mean, she's been with us since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, She had a little boutique in the downtown area. She had a little room in the back that wasn't being occupied. She said... You can use the room in the back. I'm not using it. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about paying me nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I got it. You know, and I said, oh, okay, well, thank you. You know, and so we did. And we brought a pastor in to come and help us. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a little bit, you know, um, you know, we felt we felt pushed out. Mm-hmm. And and I left. I went, I went back to Grant because I have a church. I have a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And so we, you know, ended up going back there. And, and then again, we went to Midland, and, and Pastor Elias, you know, uh, he prophesied again over mm-hmm. us, and, and he just told me, he said, the problem here is that you are bringing other people in to do what God is calling you to do. Oh. You see, he didn't call you because you're prepared. He called you because you're different. Mm. He called you because there's something in you that he needs to use so that other people that are in your situation can see wow. that if God can do it for you, he could do it for them mm-hmm. too. He needs to use you to reach other people, yeah. the people that the church cannot see, that the, mm-hmm. the, the people that the church cannot reach. And so, you know, with that, we're just like, okay. And we were still in doubt, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so we were just saying, okay, Lord, you know, uh, you know, we're just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, um, 
we don't need to go nowhere. We got mm-hmm. a pastor. We go to church on Sunday, and that Sunday, Pastor Gary announced that he was retiring. Oh, wow. So it was just like the Lord was like, now what? You know, <laughs> what excuse He's do like, you no got excuses now? No now. excuses, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, you know, finally, you know, we, we, we ventured out. And like I said, we started the, the Bible studies here at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went to another church um, uh, and to help us out and everything. And we learned, uh, we learned a, a lot on uh, deliverance. Um, and, and we still practice that today. We live next to a creek. And again, like I said, God's Mexican because we were coming we were coming uh, back from in town you know after Mm -hmm. everything and it was dark and I said okay Lord I'm yours you know what are we doing and and, um, you know what are we calling this thing Mm -hmm. what what am I going to call it what what do you want me to call this thing you know what's the name of the church and as we were pulling into the driveway I clearly heard to him say Rios de Agua Viva Mm -hmm. so rivers of living water now you know obviously uh, you know, you got to worry about, you know, trademark infringements and, mm-hmm. you know, company names and everything else. So, you know, we get to looking and Googling and everything. And, and there's, you know, there's already a church that's called that, both English and Spanish. And so we came up with Living Water Church. Mm. You know, and that's Living Water Church. Church was born. Mm. Um, and, and it was just, um, it was amazing to see that even though, the enemy kept trying to close door after door mm. that God just kept opening another door. And, right. and so we learned that whenever there's a setback, it's a setup mm-hmm. for a new blessing, for yeah. a new season of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, is, is it easy? Um, you know, I, I'd love to say yes. <sighs> I'd love to say that it's, oh man, it's a cakewalk. Mm. And I'll make this thing look easy, you know what I'm saying? But right. it, it's not, you know. Um, now, uh, do I get nervous? Uh, uh, you know, up on stage, I do, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you know, people are watching you, and people are waiting to 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 see what you say or hear what you say. You know, and the thing is, is you can do a hundred things right. Mm-hmm. And the moment you do that one thing wrong, that's what they're gonna remember. Mm-hmm. And nobody praises you for the hundred things that you did right, mm-hmm. but they'll tear you down for the one thing you did wrong. Yeah. And so it, it's very. You know, it's very uh, nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. you know. But we know that if the Lord is for us, then who can be against us? Oh, that's right. that's good. And so we just we just continue to um, push forward, push mm-hmm. on. And, but I can tell you that people continue to, to pour into us, mm-hmm. pour into the ministry, support the ministry, uh, support the cause, you know. Um, and we're just like we're we're really excited to to have you on board as as the you know the, the youth teacher you know and um, it's so it's such a blessing to see uh, someone as young as yourself because okay not that I'm old or nothing but you know um, because I'm not uh, but just you know, FYI right, just right. FYI right? I'm still a spring chicken but, you know, uh, but uh, it's it's um, it's it's awesome to see that somebody at your age, doing the things that you're doing um, with the youth mm-hmm. on the calling part of it, you know, that, that was just something that we were not ready for. Mm-hmm. And you guys have heard me say it before, like, I didn't, I didn't choose this life. Mm-hmm. The, Lord, the Lord chose it for yeah. me. This is His will, not mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. And that is what we're supposed to do is the Lord's will, not ours. Yeah. Because if we go according to our will, 
then we're going to fail. Yeah. yeah. And when we put all of our faith and trust in ourselves, we're going to fail. Mm-hmm. That's why we're supposed to lean on his understanding. Mm-hmm. But the, the ministry, you know, the calling, it was just something very unexpected. Mm-hmm. But I thank God for it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Pastora, how do you feel like to be known as the pastor's wife, that you're a pastor too, that you also help in the church? Oh, she feels very blessed. That <laughs> 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 you had to for her. Right. But how did you feel? Did you feel pressured? Did you feel like, oh, pastor wife, like I could never or no, like I don't know. Like how did, how did you feel? Uh, when going back to that trip to Midland and we, we were prophesied about that, it was like... Nah, uh-huh. no, no, you know, not us. You know, I mean, we were we were passionate about it, mm-hmm. about getting the people together and bringing mm-hmm. people to Christ. But it, when it came to preaching, okay, mm-hmm. you know that that's not us. We'll mm-hmm. we'll let a professional come and do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I mean that that's exactly what we did. Mm. We got a group of people together. We were coming together. We were excited. We were ready to invite people mm-hmm. and, you know, do whatever it is that the Lord wanted us to do to get the people together and then just have somebody else come and preach because mm. we were like, we are not ready. We, no, no, mm-hmm. no. We go to church. Pastor announced he's retiring. And then, oh, hey, God, you know, me, still being me, right. God, I need you to speak mm-hmm. to me until, you know, the Lord told me, how many more confirmations do you want? Mm. And at that point, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm ready. He can preach. <laughs> 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 and uh, we we started, uh, we, we were here in the living room, uh, just Omar, myself, my sister-in-law. And then, you know, little by little, we started growing. Mm. We started wow. growing. God opened the doors. You know, all, everything that has led us to this point has mm-hmm. all been God. Right. So there's, mm-hmm. you know, we can't say, if it's not of God, it wouldn't have picked up. Mm-hmm. So God has opened the doors. We know, and he's moving, you know, he's moving, he's doing things, he's putting people in place. Mm-hmm. So we know it's God. Right. Yeah. That's beautiful. I know I've heard the story a lot because y'all shared it with us, but just to hear it again, it just shows God. Like when y'all were saying things like, oh, like we had a place, but we would throw someone else in there to speak for us, you know, to preach for us. It kind of reminded me of the story of like Moses and Aaron. You know, Moses was like, oh, not me. I can't speak. You know, I got this uh-huh. problem. He's like, okay, fine. I'll throw Aaron in there. Now you have no excuse not to. But in your situation, y'all are doing that yourselves. Y'all are providing someone else. When God was like, oh, psych, he was like, I want y'all to do it, you know, and I just, it just, when y'all tell me that story, I always think of Moses and Aaron and how like, either like, there's no excuses. Like we can't have lame excuses for God because yep. yeah. he's always going to provide something. And that just, it's just beautiful to hear. But and see, God doesn't call the prepared. He prepares mm, the called. That's beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. we were not prepared. We're still not prepared. <laughs> right. But, you know, as long as we put him first. Mm-hmm. You know, and we just allow him to, to be God and mm-hmm. do God things. You know, he, he's the one leading. Yeah. We just follow him. What is like a good advice or what is something y'all do that helps plan and prepare a sermon? Because I know that isn't easy. Obviously, it helps to know your Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it helps to know what, what you're reading. You know, reading uh, your Bible and knowing your Bible is, is two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're reading just to read... Um, you're not going to get much out of it, right? Uh, but if you if you read and you study, yeah. and and you pace yourself, you know, and, and you understand, or you you take the time to to 
basically follow the rabbit trail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, then you can do that. Uh, one of the things that, that you know, um, is very helpful is the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's different sites, you know, we, you know that, that can help you with a commentary. Right. Uh, give you a different perspective of somebody else. That, that'll help you gain a, a different understanding or mm-hmm. a better understanding of some things. The commentaries in the Bible... Uh, you know, or Bible with commentary, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that helps as well. But I can tell you that the, the most effective way is to really have that relationship with God mm-hmm. and to, and to um, you know, pray on that. Mm-hmm. You know, ask the Lord what it is to, to you know, that He wants you to talk about. Mm-hmm. And He will give you a subject to talk about. And when mm-hmm. He gives you a subject to talk about, then you can dive in and be like, okay, I remember, you know, the story of the golden calf, where I can remember, you know, the story of Cain and Abel, where I can remember, you know, and then in, in that, you know, if you've read and you know, uh, then you know some of the things that take place. But all that comes through praying and communication with the Lord. So you pray to God, you ask Him what He wants you to talk about, and then before you start even doing anything, before you start researching and you start looking into the Bible and you start doing these other things, is you pray to God and you ask Him to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, mm-hmm. yeah. to reveal things to you, for Him to, for the Lord, uh, for the Lord to help you um, um, uh, understand and capture the things that, that He wants you to know and understand, mm-hmm. so that whenever you're going to, you know, jot this down, yeah, you're going to put it down, mm-hmm. but then you're going to start researching and looking, you know, into the different things that you've heard and seen in the Bible, mm-hmm. and then you get your scriptures from there, and then you just add it. You know, so you you pray to the right. the, the Trinity. You know, you pray to God. You say thank you to God for the the opportunity to minister, to show, to share. You, mm-hmm. you thank the Holy Spirit for illuminating, for showing, for guiding, for leading, for understanding. You thank Jesus for the sacrifice mm-hmm. that He did, that He made for us to be able to see Him. He said, I must go so that the helper can come. Mm-hmm. And when the helper came, that's the Holy Spirit. Right. The Holy Spirit will fill you. And, and I can tell you there's times where I'm sitting there, you know, typing away. You know, it looks like a chicken pecking uh, 100 <laughs> miles an hour. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, I start crying because I'm just mm. like, you know, Lord, thank you. You know, because not not Lord, thank you because, oh, you're giving me all this stuff to say. No, thank you because of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Thank you because... Uh, you know, you, you know the sacrifice of your son. Thank you for, mm-hmm. um, you know, for your for your wrath being quenched through the sacrifice right. of your son. You know, thank you for the shed blood on the cross, and and when you do that, you know the Lord will will he will he will fill you, right? Yeah. And he will give you what to say. You know, he 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 says, you know, do not worry about what to say. I'm going to I'm going to tell you what to say. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so the Lord knows that we need him. Mm-hmm. But he wants us to acknowledge. He wants us to acknowledge that that we need him. Yes. He knows that we know, but he wants us to know that we know that he knows that we know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all get it. Y'all get it. You understand? Yes, yeah. and so it's awesome yeah. to know that he is speaking through us mm-hmm. as he spoke or he revealed himself to the people of the past to write these books. Yeah. To share yeah. his word, to give people an understanding about himself, to show mm-hmm. himself. And he still does that today. He yes. speaks to us when we ask for it, and he guides us and he leads yeah. us. I know y'all say, like, Pastor, you say you have a church. Uh, you have a work. You do have a job outside of the church. How do you balance that with, you know, church and family and work? Like, what does that all come to? So we've had to we've had to slow down a lot because, you know, again, we were a small church. And, um, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're, you know, when, when you're 20, you know, you're running full throttle. When you're 30, mm-hmm. you start slowing down again. 
when you hit 40, the check engine light comes on on your knees and your back, you know, and your hips and everything. So, but we, you know, we were doing fundraisers and this, that, and the other. And, and it gets to the point that if you don't learn how to balance everything, it becomes frustrating. Um, and, and your kids, your family feels it. And it, it gets tough at times because, um, you know, of course, you know, we're, we're a family, but we only have one car, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if I'm working late, um, you know, she has to wait for me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I come in, I rush, I change. Sometimes I don't even eat, and we jump in the truck and we take off, mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's just kind of how it goes. But, you know, so we slow down. Um, we've delegated more of the of the uh, of the work mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And delegation is going to be your friend. You know, balancing all that is that you have to make sure that you make time for your family, mm-hmm. okay? And, and when, when you do your family, it's not um, your, just your family. It's, you know, as a husband, your wife has her needs, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and she wants to feel needed, and she wants to feel loved, and she wants to be spoiled, and she wants to be... Uh, no, just I'm just a little. Being, I'm <laughs> she just, wants to be pampered, get yeah, her lashes yeah, exactly. did, everything. You know... Uh, but you know uh, you have to make sure that that, you know you know people say happy wife happy life you know and Mm. to a point that's true Uh, but whenever you're walking with the Lord and your wife knows what's up you know what I'm Mm. saying and she's you know she respects you as a man and she gives you your place and you know uh, you're the priest of your home and she gives you that 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 place in Mm -hmm. your home um, it it makes it easier because I can tell you that I, I couldn't do all of this that I'm doing now without my wife. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we take each other into consideration. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that our children are right, that they're okay, that they're good. Because if if we continue on the path of you're going to do what I tell you to do, you're going to church, mm-hmm. you know, and you never make time for your kids, your kids are going to grow up hating church. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make time. You have to learn that work is work and, and family time is family time. As a pastor, I'm always on call. Mm-hmm. As an employee, I'm always on call. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so I said again. That's the season that the Lord has me in. But definitely need to learn to manage your time. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, to make time for your wife, make time for your sons, mm-hmm. your daughters, make time to 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 gather with the other families. You know, whatever. Um, and you know, um, you know, to make sure that you have time to to minister. And see, a lot of people get it wrong, and they think that because you're a pastor, you're in ministry. Ministry comes first, mm. and it doesn't. It's first God, mm-hmm. then your husband or wife, then the children, then the ministry. But the Word of God says, um, "You are faithful in the in the little, I'm gonna put you in the much." Right? Mm. The little that He gives us is our family. Mm. We have to start at home. Ministry starts at home. Mm-hmm. And then if you are faithful with what you have at home, then God is going to give you a ministry. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to give you a congregation of, you know, a thousand people if you can't manage the little mm-hmm. you have at home with three, four kids. Mm-hmm. Our priority is always it's always going to be our home. It's always going to be our children. And see what happens in the house reflects in the church Mm. if you have a stable home 
you're going to have a stable ministry. Mm -hmm. But you can't have a stable ministry if your house is falling apart. Mm -hmm. So again, ministry starts at home. Mm -hmm. And it's very important that we always make time for each other as as a couple and that we make time for our kids. That was one of my questions I wanted to ask you, Pastora, was... Um, I know pastor said it like it was a lot to take in as pastors, you know, you knew the outcome and what that was going to look like, the sacrifices you guys would have to make. And as a pastor's wife, like, was it easy to take that all in of how much sacrifice your husband had to do for the church? Or did it take some time to, like, accept it or kind of adapt to that new habit? It didn't take time to accept it. I mean, it's the, the Lord said it. I'm Mm. That's what we're doing. Okay. Adjusting to it, 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 that's a different story. Mm. It took some, some adjustment, but at the same time, you know, our kids, they're, they're really good boys. Mm-hmm. And they understand, okay, dad, dad has to study. Mm-hmm. Or mom has to study. Mm-hmm. Dad has to do this. So, you know, we're just going to go in, in the room. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. And, uh, and they're really good understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, um, sometimes, you know, uh, things have have happened where you know we had plans and then we ended up having to change them mm. because something happened and we need to go take care of it right and and they've been able to understand but as parents you know we need to make it up to them because mm. that's their time right you know they need quality time you know, our kids don't need a pastor. Kids need a mom and a dad. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah. So, you know, we have to learn to balance family, being a mom, being a dad, mm-hmm. you know, like him being a provider and being in church and ministering and being available for mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. So in the two years of being, of starting Living Water Church, what are some accomplishments you would say you see in the church now? Well, you know, we said it earlier is, is um, um, people... Uh, the Lord pulling people out of their comfort zone. Mm. Um, I can tell you That's that right. when we yes. when we um, when we went to Duncan to do uh, the United Body of Christ uh, movement up there, the event. Um, I'm very proud of my church because you know um, you know a couple of the sisters and the brothers they mm. shared testimony and they were just like you know I was scared to death, mm. and this you know they were you know oh you know I never would have thought to do this or I never thought I would be able to do that. Um, you know, we've been able to partner with different organizations to do different things. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've reached um, one accomplishment that that we that we I would say hang our hat on, mm-hmm. um, or you know, is that that um, we reach across the aisle to different ministries. Uh, when I say that, I mean to different churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we involve um, you know full gospel ministries. Uh, you know, uh, Sister Alice's uh, church. Um, Pastor Tony Miracle with the Michigan Avenue Baptist Church, you know, and um, but just with different ministries, you know, we we try to incorporate. Um, we are very big in in saying that we are the United Body of Christ, mm-hmm. that we are the Body of Christ. Yes. Well, we've we've done the United Body of Christ two years now. The first time was just one event. Mm-hmm. The the second time it was the it was uh, three events. Um, this this year coming um, this year we're gonna do it again here in Shannon Springs at, at uh, where they have the Festival of Lights in Chickasha um, on April twentieth at uh, four o'clock. Um, so if you're in the Chickasha area, we invite you to come out. Yes, um, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, the last time you know somebody said on on the web uh, on the um, one of the gossip pages that it sounded so beautiful coming mm-hmm. across the water. Wow. And, you know, that was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, we think they're having a party over there. And it's like, no, man, they're having church over mm-hmm. there. And it's just like, oh, it sounds so beautiful. 
you know, and that's awesome because, it, you know, and, and one of the other pastors said it was just like, a, it was like a Pentecost moment because we mm. were singing in Spanish and they were, you know, jamming along with it. And, and the, uh, Brother Jerry was just like, all I could understand was a speedy through. He's like, that's the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, yes, right? He's like, that's all I need to know, brother. Amen. You know, if the Lord blesses Living Water Church with the bounty of, of food or products or whatever, we break it down and we, we distribute it to the rest of the churches as well so that they can give their area of the neighborhoods or their congregation or the people that they know that need mm-hmm. it. So, you know, we try to share as much as possible with yeah. them mm-hmm. so that they can continue doing the same thing. And they right. love us just as much as we love them. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to continue to do ministry with them and partner with them in many more things, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that is one accomplishment that I can say that we're very grateful for the Lord um, to help us through mm-hmm. is being able to partner with different ministries and not have any issues with them wow. because even even in Duncan when we tried to reach out to the other churches and let me tell you this was this was a god this was a god thing mm-hmm. we were on our way with a trailer loaded of goods to give away we advertised for 3 months that we were going to be there we you know the time and everything else we we tried to get out there 2 months prior uh, to, to reach out to the or the three months prior to try to get to the churches to get them involved nobody showed up mm. and I talked to one pastor and he told me well you're going to be preaching against my doctrine and I thought to myself I mean I believe in the same God you do I don't think that's your doctrine mm-hmm. I believe that's God's doctrine you know right. so that's the word of God you know but nobody showed up on the way down there it started raining mm. And, you know, on the way there, I just started praying. I said, Lord, like this, this, this can't be like, this is not this, this ain't, this ain't what's up. Like you, Mm -hmm. you told me to do this. You sent me here and you're allowing it to rain. I'm going to need this rain to go away. I'm going to need you to stop this rain. Like this is for you. I'm doing this for you. Mm -hmm. I'm being obedient. So there's no way that this can be happening. So Lord, I'm going to need you to take this rain away. And when we got to Duncan, the sun was shining. The rain wow. stopped. Mm-hmm. The, the skies cleared up. There was having birthday parties outside. The little yeah. festival was going on. And, and, you know, granted, there wasn't a whole lot of people out there. But mm-hmm. the people that were there, they thanked us because it was. they said the same thing I said earlier. The enemy's bold. Mm-hmm. And he's out here doing these things out in front of everybody with, with no shame. They don't care. And I'm glad that y'all's doing this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we praise you guys for doing this. And thank you. And we brought their daughters up on stage. We sang wow. them happy birthday. Mm-hmm. We gave them, you know, their little choice of a little stuffed animal. We gave them some gifts and moved on. You know what I'm saying? So it was a God thing. The whole thing was is, you know, they were there at the time. The people that needed to be there was there. Mm-hmm. The, we, You know, I asked the Lord to, to take the rain away, to stop it from raining. Mm-hmm. It stopped raining. I mean, it was awesome, and, mm-hmm. and you know, everybody was having their comfort zone. So I, was I? I was there for that yeah. event, wasn't yeah, I? Oh, was that's the post I posted that on the on fire podcast. It makes you go look at that so you get more clarity. But I did post that on my on the that's website awesome. as well. Cool, man. So. Cool. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was a divine appointment. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, God had it re- uh, had arranged everything to happen the way right. it did. Mm-hmm. We had some ministries that weren't a- that were supposed to be there weren't able to come. You know, for whatever reason. But that's the moment God pulled the Living Water Church out of their comfort zone to step up and share the and share the testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people that needed to be there were there because you know, even though they weren't right there, right there, they were listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were hearing the word of God, and that's what that's what matters. Wow. The seed was planted, mm-hmm. regardless. And now, uh, 
you know we we say you know as a church we want we want to bring people to christ mm -hmm. our goal is to grow the kingdom of heaven over growing the church mm -hmm. you know and it's like omar was saying if i bring somebody to christ it don't matter what church they go to mm -hmm. we all win as a church right because it's one person saying mm -hmm. if there was someone to come up to you and ask you oh what does your church believe in or what's the motto of your church what would you say to them what do we believe in we believe in, in what the Bible teaches. Mm -hmm. We stand firm on the foundation that is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. From Genesis to Revelation. From Genesis mm -hmm. to Revelations, we believe every bit of the Bible. We believe what it says. We don't believe that it contradicts itself. Mm -hmm. We believe that there's a there's a there's a scripture for every part of your life, for every yes. season of your life, for every uh, 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 troubled part of your life, for every um, every situation in your life. We we believe in the speaking of tongues, the laying mm -hmm. of hands. We believe in revelation. We believe in the, the prophecies. We believe mm -hmm. in and so and a lot of, and that's I like to tell people because this is how it's described because we are of Pentecostal belief. Mm -hmm. And and people say, Oh, y'all's the crazy ones. Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely, we got on fire ones. That's you right. Feeling the Holy Ghost. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you you seen you seen uh, you know uh, New Year's. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, uh, New Year's we had we were we were there. You know, we was partying and we weren't drinking. We weren't doing nothing. That's right. We, we had, had a great time. We had a great time. I also you know? posted that on TikTok. That's so awesome. Go look at TikTok as well. All right, all right. <laughs> but you know, you know that's that's us. That's us. Mm -hmm. You know, we yeah. want to we want to be able to to. To reach others, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you know that's our, our our goal is to continue growing the the kingdom of God. Yes, you know, our vision at Living Water Church is to grow the kingdom of heaven, to do our best to present ourselves to God as approved, mm -hmm. a worker who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word the word of truth. Mm -hmm. To see our brothers and sisters that are lost in the world to be healed, um, be healed and. Uh, reach redeemed and restored wow mm -hmm. you know that's 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 our vision as as living water church we want to bring deliverance to our brothers and sisters yes. who are bound to to infirmities to addiction you know mm -hmm. we believe in in the full gospel from genesis to revelations and see the thing is god has not lost his power mm -mm. the same god from the old testament is the same god from mm -hmm. the new testament the god that raised Lazarus Lester, from the dead, that multiplied the fish and the bread, mm -hmm. that healed the sick, that yep. delivered mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. ones oppressed, is the same God today. Yes. And He wants to do the same thing to mm -hmm. those who believe in Him. We just need to help people believe in mm -hmm. Him, you know, and, and that's where our testimony comes to. Yes. You know, He's done so many things for us, and if He's mm -hmm. done it for us, He can do it for them. Yes, He can. We've seen people be healed. Mm -hmm. We've seen uh, we've seen miracles happen. We've seen cancer disappear. Amen. You know, mm -hmm. we've seen uh, people who couldn't have kids have kids. Mm -hmm. We've seen infirmities leave. We've seen people be set free from oppression. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, you can't say God's not real. Yes. He is real. We've seen it. We've lived it. We've witnessed it, and that's what we're sharing. Mm -hmm. And it's like that song like too good to not believe too good to not like believe it's, like we like we were talking earlier like we've seen so many things where it's like it's hard to not yes. step away from like that walk with god and stuff like that but i would say that when i first came into the church like y'all weren't really holding back like y'all said truth and like i said like most churches like to make you feel welcoming which is not a bad thing but they make you feel comfortable too comfortable you don't want to leave your own spot mm -hmm. whereas jesus he and god they want you to pull 
you out of that yeah. like me shyness i was very introverted i don't want to talk to nobody or preach about nothing nothing i was just to myself but god was like no that's not you he goes i say who you are and this is what you're going to do that's right yeah. and i feel like you guys really know how to encourage people motivate people to step out of that shell and like like you said deliverance deliverance is a big thing in um, living water church yes. that i would say my old church that i used to go to they were not very open about deliverance they really didn't establish it or what is spiritual warfare is everything was more mental like you know just trauma where it's like no that's a spirit and we're going to deliver you from that that's by right. the power and authority of jesus right. and i feel like when things go down where that spiritual warfare and like spirits are starting to manifest the demonic spirits you are so quick to like yep come up here come to the altar we're gonna deliver jesus is gonna deliver you that's and he's it. going to that's use me right. to do that and that's one thing i really do love about living water church is that mm-hmm. you guys are willing to help people step out of those bondages and show them the next step where to lead them and how to stay that um i know i mentioned this before on the podcast but um discipleship classes like those are really helpful and those are a big thing and i feel like that really does help us on how to be like fully commit ourselves to god and how we are called to be disciples of Jesus. If we are not a, a church that is going to sugarcoat the gospel. Mm-hmm. We're going to preach the gospel for what it says, mm-hmm. for what it is, not to make anybody feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you come to church and you feel convicted for something we're saying, it's not us. We only share what the Holy Spirit leads us into mm-hmm. sharing. And then, you know, if you feel that conviction, then th- there's something wrong. Yeah. And if there's something wrong and you want to talk about it, you know, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll talk mm-hmm. to you. Uh, we're not we're not a, a feel good mm-hmm. church. We are a full gospel church. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna be obedient to what the Holy Spirit yes. wants us to share. See, the thing is, we don't know the the situation people that come to church are going through. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they're feeling. We don't know what they're going through. But Holy Spirit does, yes. and He'll reveal to us. You know, you need to share about this because somebody needs to hear mm-hmm. it. We don't know who it is. We don't preach with the intention to oh you know this person is going through this so i'm gonna preach about mm. that so no right we preach on what the holy spirit wants us to share and then you know if somebody feels convicted mm-hmm. there's something there and we're yes. here to help yes well that was pretty much it for today thank you guys for coming on this podcast thank you for um, inviting us no problem this is i really wanted you guys to come on first again because you're my pastors and I just felt like the Holy Spirit really wanted you guys to come on here first and be the first ever special guest on this oh. podcast Ooh. ever. And yeah, so that's pretty much it. Thank you, pastors, for coming. I hope that we get to hear from you guys again later Absolutely. on in the year. And again, if you live in the local area of Chickasha, Oklahoma, make sure you come check out Living Water Church. They are a bilingual church. Yeah. And as you can tell, you know the motives or what we believe in at this church. And we would love for you guys to join in on any events. I will keep you guys updated through the social media platforms. And pastors, is there like a favorite Bible verse? that's been like on your mind or anything mm-hmm. or just something that God's been teaching you. it's a Matthew 36 6 I believe or 33 6 where it says uh, seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and everything else will be added on yes. to you um, because um, because of, of where I was in life and I was I was always about the money mm. you know um, I was always about the money, and so when I started seeking the kingdom of God, everything else was given to me. Right. Yes. I didn't have to. I didn't have to work overtime. I didn't have to work on call to make extra money. I didn't have to sell no cars. I wasn't out, you know, 
putting out bounce house rentals and, mm-hmm. you know, picking everything up from different parts of the state, you know. And, uh, so, you know, um, that really spoke to me yeah. is, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. And and with that verse, there's so much meat and potatoes mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. That's a full course meal right there. <laughs> like if, if you're hungry for the word of God, you know, look it up. Um, you know, and just be, you know, be ready for the revelation that he's going to bring you because, mm-hmm. you know, in that there's just so much that get, that goes with it, whether it's finances, your love life, you know, your, mm-hmm. your, um, uh, any situation that you're in, you know, if you seek his kingdom first and you seek his righteousness first mm-hmm. then God will give you Amen. the hearts of your desire and, yeah. or the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And, and in that, you know, you learn as well as that you're transformed your desires are now his desires. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And see, my favorite is Psalms 91. Mm. And that is something I read and, and it's helped me through, you know, if I don't feel good, if I'm sick, if I'm if I'm upset, if I'm happy, if I need peace, anything I need. It's mm-hmm. just Psalms 91 gives mm-hmm. me so much peace and comfort. Wow. You know, and it, it's it, I know it by heart. I know it in Spanish, though. Oh, okay. So I had to look it up in English. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fallen snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Mm-hmm. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in, in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Mm. You will tread on the lion and the co- and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Mm. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him in, and honor him. With long life, I will test, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So you know all that in Spanish? I know that in Spanish. <gasps> wow. Okay, that gives me no excuse to, like, memorize longer <laughs> scriptures. Because I try to memorize longer, like, scriptures, but I'm like, oh, it's too long. I won't be able to do it. But that just gave me motivation. That one, Psalms 23, uh, that will be... Wow. And, and that, Psalms 91, you know, if you... Um, in my in our bedroom and there's there's bibles all over the house Mm -hmm. if i have a bible just open it's on psalms 91 Mm. okay well that honestly you reading that scripture did give me like oh like a what is it called like a a reminder like a reassurance like god's got me like i i shouldn't worry that god's really got me so yeah and so on mine that I shared, I have the numbers backwards. It's 633, not 336. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> okay. Just to clarify that, I know I have my mess-ups here and there, but that is it for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope that you took something out of today's message. Comment down below what exactly stood out to you, and I will be more than happy to feedback all for that. Again, I do have the donations and fundings open through Cash App on Fire Podcast. If you guys would love to donate to this ministry, you are more than welcome to. If not, that is totally fine. Again, I have social media platforms, the TikTok account, the Instagram. It is all in the description down below. So you make sure you go follow that because I share a little bit of what I do at my church. And I also give uh, updates and newses on the podcast and everything like that. So... That is it. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Everybody said bye.